Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a long-awaited episode for some of you of the Yes You Can podcast. Of course, I'm Hannah. I am your host and the creator of this podcast. It has been a while. It's been basically the entire pandemic, to be honest. (laughs) And it's crazy to look back because the last episode I did was talking about how to get through it. Um, how to process grief and pain during the pandemic. And I think I I did that episode with the thought that it would be, you know, like a three month thing. I gave a lot of money tips in it. I spoke about how to grieve things that have stopped and, and dreams and goals and plans that have all been paused. And now here we are approaching the holidays. And it's like, I, I think, I hope most of us have realized that this is just the new normal. Like this is not going away. And as sad as it is, I think it's, it's a time of hope and opportunity. I'm recording this right after the U S elected a new and fucking better president. I'm going to put it out there. I'm saying this on the record. If you didn't already know which way I I swung politically, it is, it is in favor of, of a president that respects the rights of everybody that respects diversity, that respects uh, that all people should be treated equally regardless of their sexual orientation, um, their gender or how they grew up and, and what their, the color of their skin color is. So, uh, a thousand percent, I'm ecstatic. And I think that this is like the good thing to come out of 2020 and that we can all collaborate on putting some hope behind. I have absolutely missed the fuck out of everybody. Um, we, we being me and and the studio, a spin studio I teach at wheelhouse, we paused everything basically. And then welcomed people back in June when, when, uh, studios were opening again. And it's weird because now masks are required everywhere. And looking back at that time our numbers were so low, I feel like we had this, (laughs) this like holier than thou sort of like, you know, Manitoba is finally the good province. I'm saying this in quotation marks because I love Manitoba, but and beating everybody else with their numbers. And now we've been, we've been humbled. We're in code red. We're under another isolation, um, I, I, you know, lockdown, whatever. And we're trying to curve this, what's, what's happening with our schools and, and hospitals and our healthcare system. And so it, at this time when things can seem really, really dark, it's, I feel like a pull universally from whoever, from whatever, to be creative. And I don't know that this is necessarily a, a popular idea. Like I think with, I talked about create a uh, comparative suffering on one of my episodes and, um, it's like, we feel that we should all be in the same kind of rut, I think together. And perhaps maybe that helps us come together and, band together in our, in our broken hearts and our grief and our pain, but you have to see the silver lining. And the silver lining for me is right now that I'm slowing down to a degree where I'm working from home. I'm not teaching four classes, five classes a week. And therefore my creativity doesn't have a place to go. And so these, these things that I paused and quite honestly have procrastinated on, (laughs) hence the title of the episode, 
are coming back to the forefront as things that I should be doing right now. And there, there are these like doorways and pathways to funneling my creative energy that has that, that's been halted in other places and other spaces. So here we are back, uh, with another podcast episode and all the things I promised before guests, all that stuff will happen. But now I'm refocusing this a bit into episodes that are a little bit shorter and, um, tips and things that I've learned so that you can just digest them really quickly as you get ready for your morning, as you drive somewhere. I know that's when I listen to podcasts. I mean, who the fuck are we kidding? We're not driving anywhere. But if you are, if you're in your home and you have 30 minutes to listen to a podcast, I want to give you something that's tangible that can help you. And then I will weave in those longer episodes that talk about some of our more serious topics. Um, but here we are with procrastination. I guess I wanted to talk about this because I, my whole life I've been a procrastinator to the point where it's like, I know I should be doing something. I know I could be doing something, but I'm just not. And it's taken therapy. And I just recently switched to the best therapist. She's so good. I know everybody has been messaging me being like, who is she? And I don't want to necessarily share who she is. Cause I feel a little, you know, it's kind of like you're, I don't know. It's like, she knows everything about me. I know she won't say anything, but I just, I feel like I want to keep that, but I will, I, I can help you find a good therapist if you, if you're interested. So you can send me a message at Hanro spin, but I've been working through the like, why? And I think the why is the big question that I've been trying to ask myself about most of my habits, most of who I am, because I can sing and I can, you know, sing my narrative and my story and tell everybody my story without any issue. It's finding the blind spots within my story that I need help with. Like, why did I react this way? Why do I feel pain about this person or this relationship? Why can't I think about some really painful moments in my life? Why is this a trigger for me? What are some habits that are keeping me back right now. And why do I keep doing it? Like, what the fuck? And I know the people listening out there, I know that everybody has things that they do that don't advance them forward. And I talk about this a lot in my rides. I say, you know, like, what is what, like, just do it. What's holding you back. And I sort of ask this question to get you thinking about it. But what is the thing that's holding you back and why? And often it's just our behaviors. It's not necessarily one thing that we do. It's, it's a, it's a, a habit. It's a collective sort of system or process that's broken. Um, and so this episode is talking about procrastination. As I said, I've been a procrastinator my whole life. I feel like I have this potential I, that I believe wholeheartedly in. And the heart of the matter of why somebody procrastinates and why I think I procrastinate is because I'm almost scared of what would happen if I put a hundred percent effort into something I've been heartbroken in the past when I have done that and it's gone nowhere. Um, uh, I specifically at a fitness competition or sports I've done, like I've given a hundred percent of my effort, a hundred percent of my focus and it didn't go my way. And I, the heartbreak that you feel when you give something your all and then it doesn't pan out, it's creates this, this habit where you start to hold back just a little bit and then a little bit more and then a little bit more 
because you don't know how something is going to turn out. So you have this protective sort of layer and armor around yourself where you try to hold back a little bit of something just as a plan B. And procrastination is one of those things that you do where you're like, okay, I know that this thing is a good thing for me. We like, let's say, let's use a cleaning example. I know that this thing is going to be a good thing for me, but I just can't do it. I, for whatever reason, cannot bring myself to fold the laundry or do the thing or clean up my yard or make my space more beautiful. And so using that as an example, let's talk about how we can break that habit. That's a really simple one that I don't know will necessarily reveal some of those deeper, darker reasons why you procrastinate. But as an example, to get going on some habits that will help you get out of it um, is number one, to visualize how good something's going to feel. So whether or not we know the outcome of something, positive or negative, success or failure, we can visualize the fact that it will feel amazing just to complete the task. So get out of your mind frame of where you're you're thinking of something as being a success or a failure, um, sort of like the value of the task itself, and start to think about how you're going to feel by knocking it off on your to-do list. And sometimes to-do lists can feel overwhelming and you're like, this is just going to make me feel bad if I don't do any of the things. But setting up goals for the day will keep you on track. And the feeling of just crossing them off is amazing. And better yet, the feeling of being in the space that you just cleaned, you will feel more organized. We're all addicted to that show on Netflix. I, oh fuck, I can't remember what it was like. It's the cleaning show. And then before that, it was Marie Kondo and like clean up your space and give away everything. I hired, so one of the things I stopped procrastinating on was my pantry and my kitchen. I have a, I have a fairly clean space. I think I, I'm old enough now that I, I recognize that it just feels better, even though I grew up not really having a lot of responsibility in cleaning my room, definitely not responsible in cleaning my house. Like my mom did my laundry like until I uh, probably until she died. Like she, she did my laundry as an adult. I would bring it over to her the place and just like take things that I needed for my house. I was just such a child. And some of you out there might be doing that too. And that's completely fine, but you will feel so much better. And I recognize that. So something I did in my kitchen was hire, um, three pines organizing this woman named Sarah, who's unbelievable. And I was like, you know what? I could do this myself, but I would rather have somebody who's an expert come in and not everybody can afford this. So I get it, but I, I guarantee that you can find money somewhere if you budget it out appropriately. (laughs) Um, you will be able to find the money somewhere. We're not eating out as much. We're not doing something else right now. She, I don't think she can come into your home, but she came into mine. We wore masks and we just tackled this pantry and she showed me systems of how to organize so that I can now do this myself. And it took, I want to say three hours and my, my pantry has stayed clean. It's something that I'm not embarrassed about. I don't have food rotting or like not rotting because it was all, you know, non-perishables, but like the shit perishes. <laughs> I'm like non-perishable until when? Cause this expiry date is from 2014, which means I probably brought it here into this home because they've been here for six years and it's just been at the back of the shelf. And that was disgusting. Um, I I'm also like an all or nothing person. So I'll just throw everything out. So I threw out so much of that stuff 
But then we brought in these systems and now it feels clean. It feels great. And I've been procrastinating so long for cleaning it. And I, it was, it was at that point I realized, okay, I need a plan. I need help. I can't do this on my, by myself. And there's going to be some tasks that you can do by yourself, but cleaning a house, cleaning out a space, understanding these systems is something that, you know, there's resources online. There's resources everywhere as to how to organize a space effectively. So you're not going to just clean it and then go back to having, um, whatever, you know, like a, a dirty and disorganized, um, space in your house. So that's one example. Another example is about homework or something else. I, I, I want to acknowledge that there's people who will have, uh, attention deficits and challenges with focusing and all of that. For me, I like to chunk out my work. So I make little decisions about what I can achieve in the span of 30 minutes. And I focus for 30 minutes. I turn my phone on, do not disturb. And I just fucking do it. And when I keep saying to myself over and over, just do it, just do it. It helps to just like move me forward into something. My ride theme tonight is called just do it. And part of what I wanted to bring out of spin and into this podcast and into this sort of idea was that if we just count ourselves in four, three, two, one, and go imagine what we could achieve. Often we're sitting stagnant. We're sitting in one space. We're lying in bed, trying to get ourselves up. I'm not a morning person. I'm like a nocturnal animal. <laughs> and I, if, if I just count myself in being like four, three, two, one, and then go, of course my phone's on. I tend to get up because it's, I've developed this habit in spin where I'm, I, it's just, it's, it's a natural counting. It makes me know that something important is coming that I'm, I have to be here for it. So count yourself in four, three, two, one, do it, set aside 30 minutes, achieve what you can achieve. Just start literally just start because as, as soon as you just start something, you're going to build in that habit of just going instead of talking yourself out of it or negotiating with yourself about how you're going to do it later. So if it's homework, if it's writing something for work, whatever it is, the feeling that of like dread that you're going to have when you don't accomplish something should not be your only motivation, but it is a part of it. So if you know that you're going to have this feeling of dread, if you know that it's going to set you back for your entire week, if you know that you're going to waste time and then feel badly about yourself and your self-worth, just do it. Count yourself in, figure out something that's going to help motivate you to just get up and do the thing that you're putting off. Another tip, I should probably wait till the end, but some people might just take this and be like, all right, fuck. Another tip I have is, if you are procrastinating on something that's dominating your world, dominating your life, and it is something that you can change, look at the thing and decide whether it's something that you should be doing. Procrastination for me has never been super hard with work, but I have had to really work hard to build in good habits so that I don't procrastinate at my job. My career and I and my job and my role and what I do every day, I feel like I have the best fucking job in the world. I feel like I, you know, really hit the jackpot with 
with my career and finding something that I love to do. So it's not difficult, but there's still things within my job, just like any others that are things that I prefer to do a little bit less. So I'm trying my best to sink into those topics so that I can be super knowledgeable about them and find what I find interesting about them. So for me, that's like analytics and data. I, this year, I've really started looking at data and analytics as something that helps inform my strategy and decision-making and something that I can use to back up uh, my calls because I work in a place where I'm really, you know, directing a lot of what we do and saying, I believe this is the way we should do it. Data analytics, research, all this stuff just helps me have a stronger case of support of what I'm doing and why. But it's taken me to listening to podcasts, doing research, doing webinars, workshops from people that excite me to get to a place where I feel excited about doing that kind of work. And it's still not easy, but I just fucking do it. You just, you just do it because it's going to make you better. (sighs) Breathe, (laughs) breathe. I know people are listening and they're like, Oh, I'm thinking about all the things I'm procrastinating on. Listen, I didn't do a podcast for eight months. So here we are. I'm like, (laughs) like I'm coming to you vulnerably and, and with a little bit of humor and irony that this is what we're talking about today. So Chunk out your work, schedule in 30 minutes and see what you can do. Count yourself in. That's where we're at. Again, visualize how good you're going to feel about it. So some of you may be in a place in your fitness journey, like health journey, whatever, where you don't love working out. There is something I used to say. I used to, um, full for, you know, full disclosure, used to sell memberships at Good Life Fitness. And honestly, it was one of my favorite things. And I was that annoying person who were like, I just want to get a membership. And I'd be like, let's sit down and talk about your fitness goals. And they're like, what the, who are you? I'm like, I'm going to be your best friend for the next hour. And I would lead people on a tour and I'd talk to them about their fitness goals. And I would say, you know, I really believe that this is going to improve your life. And I, I wasn't bullshitting. I, I believe that exercise whatever your goal is with it is going to improve your life. It's period. It's proven. It's scientific. It's emotional. It's physical health. It's your mental health. It's living longer. It's like your gut improvement. It's, it's literally everything. So I could go off about this and obviously I'm very passionate about it, which helped sell memberships. But when I was talking to people, it was like something drove them to get in the door that day. And I needed to harness that motivation to get them to come back. And part of what I would talk about is saying, visualize yourself achieving that goal that you just talked to me about. Like picture yourself, picture that person that is walking out of here, walking in and out of here with confidence, who is happy about how they feel who has more energy in the mornings, who is proud of themselves. And this is going to take like three months of building a habit on this thing that you know is going to be better for you. And honestly, I mean, like me saying this to you, I'm I'm repeating what I would say to them, but I'm hoping that this is resonating with you too. Just start. You don't need to be perfect or prepared or have the best outfit or have all the equipment or anything, just start, just start putting pen to paper. That thing that you've been waiting on doing, whether it is a side hustle, whether it is working out, whether it is a homework assignment, whether it is 
you know, applying for a new school program, whether it is moving out on your own, whether it is getting an animal, which is, I mean, it's the best thing. I hope nobody's procrastinating on that. Get your puppy now. Whatever it is, visualize the version of yourself that has accomplished that and has ingrained it into their everyday habit. The person who has a clean home so that if their friends pop by unexpectedly, again, when the fuck is that going to happen, but whatever, is proud of the space they live in, is feeling not stressed and calm when they go to bed because there's not a pile of clothes there who appreciates all the things they have because they know what they have because they've given everything else away or cleaned out their closet. That version of you is waiting. And the only thing that's between yourself now and that version is a few steps, a few pieces of action and eliminating the procrastination habit that you have that's stopping you. It is you. 100% you. That is a powerful thing. It's powerful because we have control over it. Procrastination isn't something that happens because other people are holding us back. People can try and hold you back and they might stop you or slow you down. But ultimately, if you have that drive, if you have that passion, if you have that desire to be that person that I'm talking about, the future you, you're going to make it happen. But if you're procrastinating or have procrastination types of habits, it probably won't ever happen. I talk about this in my rides a lot and I'm, you know, trying to weave in a lot of spin inspiration and motivation because I have some really exciting projects coming up on helping people learn how to have this sort of motivational communication and weave it into their daily lives and weave it into how they teach classes if you're a fitness instructor. But this is an opportunity for you. And so if you need help on how, like learning how to stop your procrastination, I want you to do a bit of reflection and see what's holding you back because the, the worst thing that can happen is that you, you know, 40 years from now, 20 years from now, one year from now, five years from now, whenever it is, you have this dread because you realize that that window for you to do the thing that you were passionate about has closed regretting failing at something is is not something we often do we might be ashamed we might you know wish the outcome had been different but we don't often regret trying the thing we might feel uncomfortable We might say, oh man, this fucking sucks. I wish I was great at this. I am the least patient person in the world. I want to be great at everything right away. But I never regret trying something or starting something. And I would be heartbroken if you were looking at yourself from in the future and you realized that you were in your own way this entire time and you hindered yourself from living the most full possible life, from being the best version of yourself because of your own habits. So these atomic habits is something I've been learning about and reading about in this book called Atomic Habits. And they are the minuscule things that help us create a foundation for who we're meant to be, 
who we're meant to be is, you know, this like really romantic kind of sentence, whatever phrase that we hear a lot about. And sometimes it's faith based. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, spiritual based or whatever. I think who we're meant to be is, is really just means the highest version of yourself with who's accessing the most potential. There's so much potential in every single one of us. And rarely are we at the level where we've completely leveled up and are accessing it. So if you're lying on the couch and you're watching TV and you're kind of, you know, disengaged and you feel like you should be doing something else, but you don't quite know what it is, start there. Start looking at people that you love and respect and admire and ask yourself, how do they get there? And I guarantee it involves these small little habits that set somebody apart from being mediocre at something to being amazing at something. But either way, they started. So building in atomic habits is something that you can help yourself do to overcome overcome the desire to procrastinate doing something else. So whether it's making your bed, whether it is cleaning up after dinner because you know it's going to make you feel better, whether it's cleaning your bathroom, I think cleaning is, is a bit of a, it's a bit of a metaphor for how you feel mentally. Like when I felt like the worst mentally, my car is a fucking mess. It's just like, I, st- I stop caring. Right. And so you have this apathetic lens that you're looking at everything through and you're like, what does it matter if I do these things? Well, it matters because then the mountain becomes almost insurmountable and you feel like you're never going to climb to the top of it. But if we start building in these little habits that are going to make us feel good, we're going to start respecting ourselves more and giving ourselves more credit so that to the point when we have a big audacious goal, we already respect ourselves enough and we're so proud of ourselves, the person that we are just at a basic level, that we feel more confident that we can then achieve that goal. So it's these building blocks that you're adding and constantly working on and sort of strengthening who you are as a person. And so procrastination can seem as something that's really like, "Ah, I'm putting this off, whatever. Do the thing. Start where you are. You don't need to have everything in place. You don't need to know every single thing about a topic. Just start putting pen down to paper because it's going to become this locomotion steam train that's just going to gain speed, gain momentum. You're going to be thinking about it more. You're going to be putting more energy. So energy flows where your focus is, right? Or energy flows where focus goes, whatever that saying is. If you are putting energy into something, that's what you're going to, that's the outcome that you're going to get. So whether if you are just putting energy into just being a a big old mess and not doing what you're supposed to be doing and and putting things off and disappointing yourself, disappointing others, that's what's going to happen. That's the outcome. Nobody's going to come. (laughs) I'm like about to like quote Ace of Base. (laughs) Nobody's going to lift you up into the life that you belong. Like literally. (laughs) That's an ace of base quote, but it's true. I I talk about this again in spin so much, but like we all have these journeys sort of mapped out where based on where we were born, how much money we have, our family systems, all that sort of stuff. We have all this potential, all these potential like roadmaps that we can go on, but we have to be an active participant. Nobody's going to tell you this is exactly what you should be doing. So or going to grab you and shake you and say, what are you doing with your life? Very, very, like we see this in movies and in, in television and stuff like that. It doesn't happen where somebody has an intervention with you because you're not fulfilling your potential. If they do amazing, that's, that's wonderful. But this 
apathy and this, like, you know, I just what I know there's something bigger for me, but I'm just going to accept status quo because, you know, shrug your shoulders, whatever. I guess this is what other people are doing in my circle. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no way. If you want to be yourself in 25 years saying, you know, I could have done this, but I didn't, I had this great idea, but mm, whatever. I, I told somebody about it and then I sort of like, let it die. That is the greatest tragedy in life when somebody doesn't fulfill their potential and knows it. And that's how they end their life. People often regret on their, on their deathbeds. They regret not spending more time with people they love. They regret not doing their, the thing that they, they knew deep down that they wanted to do, but were too scared of being vulnerable to do it. They regret not playing bigger with more tolerance of risk understanding that failure is just a step on the way to success. Failure is just there to teach you something and it's inevitable. So if we accept that, if we know that failure is going to happen, how much easier is it to just to be like, yeah, you know, this thing didn't work out. Move on. Don't move away from it, but just move on. Be like, I, this is what I learned from it. And I'm going to move on. There's like having that tolerance for risk will help you stop procrastinating because you just know that it's always there. So these are my tools for, for stopping procrastinating. I could talk about this for forever. I have a ride that I, that's going to be streaming on wheelhouse live called just do it. Where I'm going to be talking a little bit more about this within a fitness context, but to just to summarize this, this is going to be a really short podcast. You guys, I hope you feel fired up about whatever your dream is now. Number one, chunk out your work. So break it down. If you're looking at something, it's like, there's this another saying that's, I'm just like full of fucking quotes today. <laughs> um, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So chunk out your work. If you've got a massive proposal, if you've got a massive website project you want to develop, if you want to start an Instagram, if you want to be an influencer, if you want to buy a house, if you want to do whatever it is, if you want to save for something, start wherever you are and chunk out the work into small manageable bites. So 30 minutes at a time, one hour at a time, three months at a time, four months at a time. Don't think about how long it's going to take and allow that to pause your, your momentum with something build in and schedule that time. So ourselves and what we do and our priorities often fall by the wayside in, in favor of somebody else and their needs whether it's a relationship, whether it's your family, whatever it is, often we'll say, you know, I'm probably going to do that thing on a Tuesday night. And then, uh, you know, whatever this case in point with this podcast is like, there's been so many times where I've been sort of waiting to feel inspired. And then I use that inspiration to give in to others in, in different ways, or I, you know, channel it in different ways. And, and it's, it came to the point where I'm like, I need to schedule this in regardless if I'm feeling the shiniest or most inspirational or not, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to plug in this microphone, plug in my stuff and just, and just start recording. And that's what I did today. Count in from four and get up and do the thing. Four, three, two, one, go four, three, two, one, go four, three, two, one, go. Keep doing that over and over and over again. Just do it. Finally, visualize how good you're going to feel about yourself. I said this before, but really, really take a second now. Think about it with me. Visualize how good you're going to feel. 
How good is it going to feel knowing that you did that thing, you conquered that thing that was scaring you for whatever reason for so long? Once we do it and we start to build that confidence, we feel proud of ourselves, we stop disappointing ourselves, we build the confidence to take on bigger and more audacious goals. But you got to start. You just got to do it. Team, I know you guys have such an amazing road ahead of you, such an amazing life ahead of you, so much potential you haven't even probably scratched the surface with. And if you have, fuck yeah, amazing. But you're listening to this episode for a reason. So whatever's holding you back, whatever it is, I don't even want you to think about it. I want you just to start. Just do it. Just get up. Wow. Okay. Breathe. Write down for me something or think about it if you're driving. Something that you're going to do this week. Something that you're going to do today. That's on your to-do list that you have been putting off. Whatever it is, however big, however small, I don't care. I'm not looking for scope. I'm not looking for, you know, changing the world right now. But do the thing or do one thing to get to that bigger thing today and start building in this habit of doing it every day. But let's start with today. Let's start with this week. Just start now. I hope you guys have an amazing week. I will be back soon. I promise with more content. I have an amazing contest happening right now at Hannah Rose Spin until November 14th to follow me to win a... (laughs) Anytime I say like something that's a lyric from another song, like or like a word that's from a lyric from a song, I just like start singing that song inside my head and I start just started thinking about the WAP lyrics or she's like drip down the side of me gobble me swallow me anyways <laughs> oh man oh man we need more WAP in our lives anyways um what the fuck was I talking about so this contest I have November 14th Enter to win a massage from Growth in the Gray, um, a $50 gift card from Lululemon, and a $25 gift card from DoorDash. All you have to do is follow me on Instagram. Also, if you want to ride live with me, if you want to get some of these motivational messages while you're working out, like if, if procrastination is something that you're doing and you're and you're not working out right now, you need to sign up for Wheelhouse Live. I swear to God, there is going to be lots of off the bike workouts. There are some right now. Um, even just whatever bike or whatever piece of equipment you have, just spinning along or just moving your legs or just jumping up and down with some of these motivational talks that I have. I've got like 25 rides on there. There's a lot of other motivators that have rides too. You can buy a wheelhouse bike right now, 0% financing for around $70, $75 a month. I mean, there's no excuse not to be moving even during code red, but sign up for wheelhouse live using my code Hannah Rose or (laughs) Hannah. 25, Anna 25. I just was about to give you like my full name. Um, and you can enter to win a one night stay at the Fort Gary hotel, including breakfast. That's what I got you guys for this week. Stop procrastinating. Just do it now. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. Let's check in with each other next week. Take care. (laughs) 